Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 862 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today, this morning, this fine, beautiful morning here in Austin, Texas, in the flesh. The funky one. It feels weird not having something in my ear. Yeah. And it also feels weird, I don't know if these mics are better than mine, but it feels like Tyler's always telling me, like, put the mic closer to you. Yeah. But I think that's probably better than mine. That's probably good advice. I think, you know, look right here. About this, this mine. Quote. I always have to pull mine in. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're very quiet and shy, reserved okay. person, Ben. <laughs> so hey, well, welcome, Ben. It's we had good. a wild weekend. Very wild. Yes. Um, so much crazy stuff happened, but the craziest of crazy. Something cool. that we said is it so. It's sort of ironic that on Thursday we're like, "What would be the most shocking thing to happen?" And it was one person called it. I don't remember who. It was. Yeah, Tanner Huffman. Hold on, we got to pull this. <laughs> Tanner Huffman, in. what a hero! What a legend! Yeah, he's a. Hold on, let me let me get to. Get Although, to work in all here. fairness, I always think about this on uh, um, on Tuesday headlines or mm-hmm. Monday night headlines. Is you could say the most audacious damn thing that's possible, and you have a, a chance, a very small chance of being right. And so, if you come right, you look like a you look like a prophet. But it was just you just said some wild wild stuff, and it it got lucky and came true. Well, so I'll say this: while that is true, Tanner is, is sort of a known, and he was the one. They had the question where he called everyone else bozos. He's like, I don't want to be lumped in with the bozos of the public. Oh, this is that guy. that guy. And then for a, a follow-up, Tanner Huffman calls Yanni over Gomez. Yeah. I'll pull the tweets, the link to the tweets in and, there. And uh, we had a particularly bad week of picks because JD won. So you know oh, JD wins. Something went wrong. Something went wrong because JD, 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 I love you. I don't know if you're watching. You never win. Like You, you don't, don't win. You're not good. Ever, Look at ever. this guy. He's got the Vince strut coming in here. If you're watching the video, this is a very good follow-up tweet. Yeah. That's good. He can be gloating pretty big in the the Facebook chat. Let's see if he's actually in there. Nice work. I think he goes. I'm on YouTube right now. You're on YouTube. Yeah. Ben's big on YouTube. I think he might. Does he go as Tanner Jack on Facebook? Maybe that's the case. Um, Yeah. So that was a wild prediction. And then um, the other one that was really notable is I think Keith actually did all right. So maybe he I doesn't know. get kicked off this week. Maybe he does. I'm not I sure. I feel like t- we got to I, – I threatened b- pulling Tanner into the competition. Now it feels like we have a new a new player in our midst. <laughs> Except I don't want to, you know – yeah. I knew, and I knew last week as I was doing the picks, I was like, this could go really, really bad. 
Oh yeah, uh, and it went went bad. Well, you know bad. what? I was thinking. I was actually thinking about your pick specifically, yeah. and you brought this up in, in reference to Wisconsin duel. You brought up regression to the mean. So yeah. when someone wrestles so far below where yes. you thought they were wrestle, surely the next time it's going to be better because it has to be because you know you thought they were here, they wrestled here, so they got to they got to come, come back, back up. up. And you even said it, but uh, no. then you didn't do any of the picks accordingly. My spidey sense was tingling, but I, then I just, there's like... You went all Cornell, top four ways Cornell. So there's like an intuition part of my mind, yeah. and then there's like the logic part, and like those sometimes yeah. compete, and uh, the wrong side won last time. Yeah, so uh, my man uh, Tyler Dow covered by, uh, I actually really like Tyler Dow, he did cover by half a point for me, though. That got me the win there. Yeah, that was <laughs> the, the, the disgust yes. match there. Seven and a half. And then Amos, Amos actually looked, I don't want to say great, but I want to say he looked more offensive and he looked better than he has. He yeah. got, I mean, essentially, there was no takedowns, but it was a full period ride out. Mm-hmm. So he got the, the uh, second period ride out, got the escape in the third, and Carnitas couldn't get a takedown. Carnitas almost had a takedown in the first on the edge. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought Braxton looked good. And then uh, Hilger kind of did the same-ish thing he did last year where he got a couple takedowns on Fernandez and, and beat him. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. a great performance by Wisconsin. But we got to talk about yeah, the match of matches. Because Austin Gomez, he didn't just beat Yanni. He beat him pretty soundly. Gave him the business. He gave him yeah. the business. It was yes. three takedowns and two near fall for Gomez. It were the difference. Second period, we went into the second period completely scoreless. Yes. They had a great exchange at the end of the first. I don't know yeah, if you remember and that. Gomez almost had a takedown. Yes, he did. Well, uh, and Yanni kind of, I wouldn't say Yanni was like all the way there, but Yanni was kind of close to a takedown, and then Gomez countered and was even closer to a takedown. Yes. There was a period of time where Yanni was like almost backside double on a shot. He got such yes. deep, yep. so deep, but Gomez was able to kind of force a potentially dangerous. Yep. And then later that period, Great reattack by Gomez, and he was really close. But even still, you're like, you're not, you're, the Spidey sense wasn't going off there. You're not like, oh, go, Austin. Like, seeing them no, go scoreless yeah. after one is not all that alarming. Yeah, I mean, and, and really, you think about the, the final score, um, it was really a product of a, a singular movement because when when he puts him on his back off that body lock in the second period, then obviously in the third period, Yanni's not going to go, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to lose and not, right? Yeah. He's, just, he's trying to force action, and, and all the takedowns came off his forced action. Um, but, you know, I believe Gomez got to the body like that last year, and mm-hmm. he threw him, and I don't think he got any points out of it. I think yeah. it was like, like kind of close. Big dynamic exchange, but nothing And happened. almost held him, but didn't hold him um, type, of, type of thing. Or maybe I take down, but no backs or something. Um yeah, and I, you know, I was actually thinking about this this morning on the drive over here is that, you know, with Yanni and you see a performance like this and you want to immediately have explanations of, oh, he needs to do this better, he needs to mm-hmm. change that. But it's like, okay, but this guy just did the world silver medal. He has only lost one match in his college career previous to this. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was just an off day and there's nothing actually wrong. Yeah. That's... I... I... I think you got to air that way till you yeah. see see more of it and really when it comes down to really one exchange was was a different thing now yanni yes. could have come back he could have got takedowns and like but he would i mean think about he it. needed so many because he he's not getting turns five one right so he would have needed uh like four takedowns because five three six three uh five six so yeah i mean he needs three is high yeah four to win that's a long way to go that's a long way so the talk about the exchange a little bit it starts There's kind of seat a seatbelt yes and then yanni goes front headlock and then he comes up with a seatbelt and then he goes 
honey badger, as yep. you would call it. I love honey badger. And then it's did he use that to be able to lock his hands a little, a little bit? Because yeah, so when he when he uh, you know when he, when Gomez pulled down here and yeah, and he obviously has to pick up there. And then he yeah. went to the body, but Gomez. Um, so like if I went to the body on the mat, it would be like more of a side by side. Uh, I would call it rib crusher. Um, Gomez like goes there and, and like you know tries to get him up. Yeah, which is uh, relatively unique. You don't see a lot of people try to do that. Um, and he just he picks him all the way up and, and goes for it. Yeah, it was weird seeing Yanni land in danger because yes. I, other than the Jaden Cradle in literally 2017, I can't recall him being on his back or yeah. really in this kind of a compromised position. I mean, Ridge Lovett had the had the double leg and he had to roll under, but yeah, man, it's just so few times where you get Yanni in a vulnerable position and to see him fighting off his back yes. was was really really so weird. Yeah, and but you think of okay, so you know, on the ones in the one case, you say, um, you know what, he he probably said a bad day, he won a world yeah. medal, he probably doesn't change anything. But then on the other hand, you also say like, shit, this just ruined no Hodge for him, yeah, no goat status. I mean, because which one of these goats lost to um, a, a non other legend like you say Taylor, but he lost to Dick, yeah. Right? Um, so which one of these guys who was like at that level lost to someone in their last year? I mean, the other one I was thinking about was Ed Ruth, but that kind of took him out of the conversation. And Gabe Dean, and Gabe Dean became a kind of an quasi yeah. yeah. I mean, if he beats Bo Nickel, he goes three one three one one one. Mm-hmm. He's with a win over Bo Nickel. With a win over Bo Nickel, you know. So um, you know, like he was close to that category, also. Um, yeah, and so you haven't really seen this happen with these guys who are in that category where you're considering them like the best of the last decade or whatever. Yeah. So it does change a lot of that, but I think really with all that going out, out the door, um, you, you think about, okay, the replicability of this for, for anyone else. And what does it mean for 149, which is totally as Spay put it in tatters after this weekend, tatters. you've got the a song. Isn't that a song? I think that's why Spay put that. What? I'm in tatters. I'm it? in tatters. I mean, it's a phrase. I don't no, know. no, it's part of a song. Someone okay. help me out here. Song. Hold on. Oh, is it Rolling? Yeah, yeah. Rolling Stones. That, oh yeah. Oh, come on, you didn't get the Spain I reference. <laughs> I know this song. Okay. Uh, so, that, that, yeah, that the Rolling Stones aside, what does it mean for 149, which has seen? Sammy Sassel loses to Caleb Henson. Caleb Henson loses to Doug Zaff. Oh, yeah. Austin Gomez loses to Pinero Johnson, then beats Yanni Diakamahalas. That's wild. It's in chaos. But uh, what I think Gomez showed, I think how he beat Yanni is something only he can do. Yes, I feel like yes, no one else has that skill set. Uh, no one else has that skill set, that's for sure. So you, you combine. Austin has, I think, Known he has a known fearlessness, but he's yes. really, really strong in certain positions. Really good upper body, yeah. which is not an area of strength for Yanni. And I think he's got really pretty special side to side lateral movement and his yeah. ability to create angles on reattacks. Well, one of the things I thought about was um, you know, Yanni did get a stall warning in the first. Yep. And like he obviously retrospectively, he probably could have or should have pushed harder there. Because if you think about the Pinero Johnson match, um, Gomez was actually trying to be aggressive, and it backfired on him, right? Because yep. he got reattacked uh, to a high crotch, then blown through. I know. Um, yeah. And so you think about this match, and Gomez in in 
well, the early part doesn't take any of its own attacks, right? And right. he's just kind of strong and in position. Um, and so I think Yanni would need to push harder earlier to create that type of action and open it up. Yeah. Or can you somehow – another position he, he didn't find yourself in, it wasn't Gomez just attacking to a single leg. It was always reattacks. So we had really good angles and, like, yeah. opportunity to finish. But when they say, Again, when they say reattacks, like, in that third period, you know, what, what's the difference between a reattack and a counterattack? To me, I didn't know there was one. Uh, just... We need Shane to explain this because he said this. And I said, it is a counterattack. I've been trying to coach wrestling for 12 years at AWA, and I don't know the difference. What's the difference? Well, reattack, counterattack, they seem like the same thing. They are the same thing. I, a reattack is a kind of counterattack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a reattack. No, I think they're the same thing. Okay, maybe they are the same. Exactly. That's what I think. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to give them a little something. Because he said there's the, they're that they're different, but I don't think they're different. They're not different. Okay. So, hey, he's, uh, you know he's gonna be here. He's in, in the studio. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, well, I don't know if he's gonna be in studio, but he's gonna be at the All Star. So we could definitely. So we gotta pull him on set for. We gotta yell him at some point. Because we're doing a morning show tomorrow and then a night. Oh yeah, we should we say that. Also, we're doing a show tomorrow and a show tomorrow night, which will be the Wednesday show. Um, yes. Via. Magic. So you're going to get a lot of shows. Um, okay, wait. So, so yeah. So, I mean, Austin, in that third period, yes, he did score some reattacks, but you could tell from Yanni, it was like he needed, he, it was just super forced. It was like, um, if, yeah. if the match was tied, he's not making those same attacks, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Austin Gomez beats one of the all time greats, um, and there's, there's nothing to take away from that. But um, for Yanni, and the, the reattack narrative, I would slow that one. Comment from Chris Christian, kind of uh, relevant to the Hodge talk. Lee won't wrestle till Big Ten, so he's going to finish the season. Wait, what? Is this true? No, I, he's just say, he's just he's a Facebook. Well, what do you think? He's going to wrestle before Big Tens for sure. You think he's wrestle? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but if if Spencer has a super super reduced schedule, the tie bonus versus Yanni doing a full schedule, one loss, and well, there's other people could, in this conversation. Keegan, Keegan O'Toole. O'Toole. There's going to be uh, Carter Staraki might have something to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's going to be other guys who have good resumes. How many undefeated champs do you think we have this year? Two or three. It's not going to be a lot. Really? Well, I mean, Spencer and Roman are pretty high. Maybe not. Spencer. I Roman. mean, Roman could look. Actually, Vito looked great in that duel. I, yeah. You see how smooth he looked against uh-huh. Lamont. He killed him. Yeah, it was really. But Zach Redding looked really smooth against Lamont. I'm uh, just wondering about okay. Lamont right now. Yeah, Lamont maybe not. Not he's got that big knee brace. Doesn't yeah. move so well. Um, the, I mean the whole duel is fun because the 125 match came down to Barnett rode him out for yeah. the ride time point. Whereas if uh, Unger would have escaped, he would have won that match. You know. Yeah. Um, Cornell had a third period ride out, and he won by three, so it wasn't one point. But uh, veto match was was good. That was kind. Of, it was kind of a fun duel. Yeah, uh, and. One that Wisconsin wound up winning. Yes. So Keith Gothard says Keegan, Roman, Spencer, Colton. Let's see that. Um, I bet we have, if the over under is three. Yeah, maybe four. Maybe it's I four. think we get to four. Yeah. Because Brooks, I think, goes undefeated. But I mean, if you would have said <laughs> last week, you would have said you're dreaming if you're yeah. going to lose. So. Yeah. She, How many yeah. were there last year? Um, Sraki. Page Brooks. views. Nikki Page views. Let's go in order. Nick. Keegan. Hold on, let's go in what, okay, weight class order. Right. Nick Soriano yes. was undefeated. Roman was undefeated. undefeated. Nick Lee? Undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, who won for you? Yanni. Yanni undefeated. undefeated. What the heck? Yeah, this see? never happens. Um, 57 was not. Uh, no, De- who beat Deacon? Someone, no, maybe he was. No, 
Uh, this never. I mean, like I remember the one year. I mean, usually there's two, maybe. Russell I'm look. I got. I got. I'm, I'm on the hustle on the Russell stat. He did lose. Oh no, eighteen and zero. Eighteen and zero. Keegan six. Starachi. Is this everybody? Did everyone Star- go undefeated? Starachi was undefeated, right? Brooks was. No, no, Brooks lost. No, Brooks lost. It oh, depends. Brooks lost. Yes. But, uh, and Max Dean lost. Max Dean lost. Gable didn't. We had eight undefeated Dude, champs that's crazy. I want that, that, that has got to be significantly more than normal. I wonder how many we had um, in 2021, because you would think that would have been a year with a lot, but I don't think it was as many. Because it, it was a reduced schedule. Yeah. I think 20, 2022 last year was also still like a little bit of a reduced schedule, not at, not nearly as yeah. much as the previous year. Um, and the people are generally wrestling less than they did. Um, I, I remember. I don't remember who there was. Someone who put it wasn't the flow quant division, which I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist. Although I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go explore. I'm gonna explore the rest of the building. They need to have you guys need to have one. Um, have you been in our new place yet? I have not. You guys, yeah, you're too embarrassed. Take me there. When? You guys are embarrassed of me. I think. <laughs> not at all. Uh, maybe I'm staying on town, so maybe we'll go. I'll, I'll stop by today. Okay, cool. Okay, but um, oh, you got me distracted. What were we talking about? Man, oh, Quant Division. Yeah, Quant Division doesn't exist. And then we were talking about the feature. Oh, there was someone who did a, a graph of how many wins if the NCAA champions for that year had. And it had been a steady like this, like a decline yep. over time, right? So if it was in two, the year 2000, it was, you know, 40 on average. Mm-hmm. And then it was 35. And now it's more like, I think it was more like 25, 27, somewhere in there that the average NCAA champion had. So definitely. It's going down. Reduction in matches. Yes. Which we've talked about that before. So we uh, have indeed. Um, any, uh, any other thoughts on, just on 49, Yanni in general? Um, you know, Gomez. No, I don't. I, I don't so I think uh, at 149, um, I mean, if you're saying, hey, bet on the winner, I'm still picking Yanni. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of guys after that are, that are really interesting. And a lot of these younger guys, I think, are going to have some say. So I think Milner's really good. He won. Um, Keystone. Keystone. Parker's really good. He just beat Mueller 3-2. Um, Gomez, obviously, is really good. He just beat Yanni. Sasso had a down performance against Caleb Henson. We're going to see him against Austin Gomez tomorrow. Oh, my he God. He killed, um, you know, and then, so then we're talking about, like, Van Ness. Go, uh, Sasso embarrassed uh, Johnny Lovett in the Michigan State Finals. Lovett had a close match with Van Ness, but I'm not, I'm not all the way. We can talk about Van Ness. I'm not all the way out on Van Ness. Keep going. Murin, he's tough. He's really hard to beat. So if some of these guys get sloppy, he's a guy who could sneak in there and start yes. moving up. Uh, Yaya has had moments. Mahler has been good. Uh, Henson, Pinero Johnson, Colin Real Boot, right? And you go down this list and you're like, yeah, there's a lot of dudes. these guys. Zap, even Zap at 15, I'm like, Zap looked good. He won the Keystone. Yes. Or no, he no, lost, he lost Milner. to Milner. He, but, sorry, he beat Henson. Henson, yes. He looked good, you know? So you keep going on this list. You're like, wow, some really, like, Good people in this list. Love it and Zap for fifty-seven pounders last year, and they look both huge. I mean, yes. Love it looked way bigger than Van Ness, and uh, Zap is mm-hmm. was getting was just growing as the tournament uh, went on. <laughs> so Zap has Muren this weekend. We talked about Iowa versus yeah. State is. Uh, I think it's Saturday in Iowa, so that'll huge be interesting test. one. Um, and then we'll get to see Pinero Johnson and Muren, and that'll, that'll be interesting because you know I think we're really going to get to see if Pinero Johnson has fixed his. Um, conditioning. conditioning ills because last year at, at the junior trials, not the open, Ratchie had Pinero Johnson, 
and Johnson got up big, and he kept doing the whirly bird, which yeah. I think is, I don't say immoral maybe, but to me, like, when you're fake injury timing it, I don't like that. Um, so, Pinero, <laughs> I think has maybe I mean, the Gomez match, he wrestled hard for seven minutes, right? But at that match, Brands was in the corner going apeshit. I mean, you can go watch him at, he was going freaking nuts. And he eventually got, which I, I've never seen this, and I, and I think it should happen more often, but he got the referee to give a point to Ratchy about the fake injury times. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I've never seen that happen. That's um, fair. So you got to think, Iowa's thinking, okay, Max Muir can gas this dude out. Max, here's what you're going to do. You're going to wrestle really, really hard. That's what, you know, that's what's going to happen. Don't shoot early. Don't shoot early. Wrestle really hard. Push him around. Because, yeah, Johnson has great reattacks, right? Very good. Very good. So that's, you know, we're going to see what his conditioning issues, if they're all the way solved, because I guarantee that's what Terry Brands is saying to Max Murin right yes. now. Yes. Uh, we've got from the chat. Larry Steele says, "Did y'all see Ridge Lovett on that podcast? Basically blaming FRL Ben for him redshirting this year because everyone kept saying he needs to learn how to finish better from neutral." LOL. What? I need. Well, a good, great, Ridge. You're welcome. You do, Larry. What? Yeah, you want to be better? I give you great advice. I don't know what you want to tell me. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? He never had the opportunity to really work on his skills as much as like uh, he went he, right in the lineup and. Coach Manning talked about this, and I think we ran the piece already, but he's like, 33, the focus for, or his freshman year, the focus was really the weight cut. You know, he had to make weight. It was a huge, huge pull. And then the next year was just like him just being a savage, and now it's like, all right, now we're getting better. Yeah. No, uh, and I think that's huge. Uh, And I'm, I I like Ridge Lovett. I like the way he wrestles. Um, But yes, if he can add some really dynamic offense, uh, he's going to be really hard to beat, because he's already really hard to beat. Yeah, and you add in something that was a weakness is now a strength, and he becomes really. And I mean, there's uh, I could talk about all the other snowball effects from a scrambler who doesn't have great attacks and can't pressure to a scrambler who does have great attacks and can pressure. There's just so many differences. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, um, Larry's gonna find it. It was a local Nebraska podcast. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Ooh, so Greg Jones, they're, they're in the in the. Um, Greg Jones? Greg Jones? Not, not the jiu-jitsu guy. They're talking about Greg Jones in the YouTube chat. Okay. So Greg Jones, they're saying he lost his senior, but I don't remember that. Greg Jones lost twice at NCAA as a junior. Remember he flopped against Ralph Everett and I'm blanking who the other one was. There was two know. people who were not very good. Yeah. And, you know, that was on his quest to be a four-timer because he would go he would go on and win the other two titles. I don't think he lost. Do you remember this? What, his senior Are you year? old enough? No. I'm not old enough. Greg but, Jones senior year would have been 2006, I believe. He's either I think he's one year older than me. Okay. Yes. You want to know if he was undefeated? Uh, no. I, I'm thinking he was. They're saying they're saying he lost his senior year. Mm. No. So okay. <laughs> reattack. So these guys are saying a reattack is after you shoot. A counterattack is after your opponent shoots. No, that's not how I say it. I mean, I I guess that would be that would be a way to say it, but I don't think that's what I don't think that's the terminology a lot of other people use. That's not what the like best coaches in the world call it. That's like not they, what they say call it. a guy shoots, guy shoots a single leg this way, and I shoot yeah, after he, that's he, a reattack. Yeah. That's re go behind. Yeah. Reattack. Yeah, down ball, go behind. Um, but that I mean that would, that would make more sense if we had terminology to say reattack is this and counterattack is this. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I never used that terminology. So interesting. Uh, I don't hate it. Um. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, any last thoughts on Cornell, Wisconsin? 
Uh, good duel. Someone was saying they love the Cornell singlets. I no. was not a fan. I, they have such a classic They're singlet. Big the big C. C. Yes. That's it. You don't have to mess. Thumbs you, down on the new singlet. You've got the Cornell has the brand. You don't have to get you know. Yeah. Fancy. Don't right? don't get cute. Don't get cute. Don't get it's cute. Rule number one in life. Yeah. Don't, so don't get cute. and I was thinking about this about Cornell. Final thoughts. I guess final thoughts on them is they have one of the teams that's like. Um, could go one way or the other NCAs, right? So you have two guys who you yeah. know you know are going to place high and do well, right? You got Vito and you got Yanni. Mm-hmm. That's going to get you somewhere between 40 and 50 points. It's going to put you, just those two is going to put you, we'll say like 15th to 10th, somewhere in right. there. Okay. But then Unger, I think he's a, uh, Unger's a guy who could do, potentially do well, right? He came close to Burnett here. Uh, Cornella is another guy who he's a beast. <clears throat> he's kind of a beast, right? But like, are you putting him in the top eight yet? No, I don't no, know. No. You know, he beat Zargo, who's 12. Uh, Zargo's having a rough start though. Okay, so you got those two. Then you got Ramirez. He's probably gonna be top twelve. Could he sneak in? Could someone get hurt? Maybe. Right. Foca. Um, we'll he's see. he's had flashes. Lowe has been an All American, but he's not a high All American. Cardenas again had flash has had flashes. Right. And Luis Fernandez, same thing. Flashes. So you got seven guys who are saying that. What I would put in, we'll say uh, between number seven, Lowe would be the highest, and all the way down to. Like around a sixteen guy, yes. Like if they get a couple lucky wins, someone gets hurt, the right draw, these type of things happen. All of a sudden, they have five or six All Americans. You're like, holy crap, Cornell's. But if they get the wrong draws, they could have two All Americans and be in fourteenth place. Yes, because there's none of these guys that are that clearly better than other people besides the two. Exactly it's right. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. They definitely have a boomer bust type of team, but they're they're going to be bolstered by having guys as great as mm-hmm. as Yanni and Vito. Uh, but a great win for Wisconsin for sure. Nineteen thirty-one, yes. quite a response um, because Cornell is a good dual team. Like they've got ten pretty quality guys. I think you know fifty-seven is probably their their weakest weight. Yeah. Um, but they're they've got recruited. They need Mark Shapiro in there right now. I know, <laughs> man. That would be quite a back. Or Eric Gibson, which I was I just told you before the show. Uh, Saturday was about as bad of a day as you could possibly get if you're a Cornell fan. Yeah. Yeah. You lose the duel. That's bad. Then Yanni loses a chance at GOAT status and loses for the first time in four years or whatever it is. That's terrible. His last loss was December 30th, 2017. So five, almost, almost five, five years, years. Almost five years. <laughs> then they lose both Gibson brothers in one whack. Yeah. I mean, that's like as bad as it gets. Could it bad. get any worse? That's tough. And, you know, not to inject any salt into the conversation, but they also, you know, Dake moved to – Nittany Lion, not that long ago. Not that day, though. Not that day. Not that day. Bad day, though. Bad Bad day. day. Bad day. Um, Yeah, it feels like, do you think Cornell um, thinks that Penn State's got, like, uh, what are those, like, dolls that they stick needles in? Voodoo dolls. Voodoo dolls. Do you think they got one of those? Because they had stolen Dean Brothers, or Max Dean, right? Uh, Dake, now the Gibsons. Yeah. It's kind of brutal. It's brutal. Um yeah, that's a rough, rough little stretch there yes. for them. All right, good. Let's look at some other. There were a lot of, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. That that a we lot should, of stuff. We should happened. get into. Um, Arizona State versus Missouri happened. Yes. Some people got we to watch it. <laughs> didn't watch it. So, if you were, you should have been. We pumped up the Mullet Arena all week long for this reason. If you were they there, they, you, they played you, themselves. You saw an awesome duel if you were there. If you were, yeah, if you were a person. So I kind of down to the last match, but Mizzou lost. They lost the first match. Richie Figs beat certain 6-4. Yep. But then they lost, I think they lost 3-2, 3-2, 3-2. Or maybe one of them was 4-3. 5-4, 3-2, 3-2. Oh. 
three, two, and then they got teched it. Yeah, uh, so we got, then Mizzou got the Tiger fifty seven. Yeah. yeah, so Mizzou lost all those matches really close. To, uh, and they said they, the stream was cutting out every twenty seconds, so it's not like you could see anything, right? So then Mizzou goes on a run, and we go Tech Fall, Tech Fall, Major. Um, and I actually thought Peyton. I don't know if you watched. There was a. It was like one of the sequences. Peyton had the, the weirdest sequence ever, and I swear Valencia was pinned. Did you see this sequence? No. It was like a, a Peyton Mako does some really strange Peyton Mako things, but he like had a tilt and then. Um, Valencia kind of rolled through, and then somehow he hooked his leg, and he came back and hooked the head. So he had, he had Valencia's head and foot like jammed up, and I swear he was going to get pinned, but then the stream cut out. <laughs> so I don't know what happened after that. Um, they didn't get the pin, and then it was eighty-four by two points. And you know the other thing, Rocky Elam. Hey, there's a positive. Rocky Elam yeah. killed North Northfleet, um, and I thought he maybe obviously given the duels and the balance, could, you know, could have tried a little harder for the major there. Yeah, Keegan, if he could pin anyone, maybe that would be another point. Ooh. <laughs> Just kidding. Dang. Uh, but He's... yeah, I mean, they got to win. They can't lose. You can't lose four, you know, five matches from two points or less. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be hard to win a duel. Um, so I don't think there's anything too depressing. The the worst result will be, I mean, so at 33, I think I'm glad Connor Brown stayed within a point he of competed. Michael McGee. That's pretty cause, good. Yeah, because Michael McGee's really good. Uh but then Hart losing to Vasquez, that's that's a bad result. Yeah, late, late takedown for Vasquez to, to win that match. Um, Shel- Colton Schultz, man. I guess I, I did. did so I didn't see, get to see this match, but the high crotch looks so smooth. Oh, my God. I didn't gosh. think Colton Schultz could move like that. That's exactly what I was going to yes. say. That yeah. little outside step was just, it was beautiful. But then he did this, and then he very smoothly pivoted yeah. the other way, too. Yep. Yeah. That was really good. So I, if I would he have... starts a ta- leg attacking like I'm like oh, Zach yeah. Elam's no joke because last year he just pushed the whole time. Well, push go behinds, lots yes. of stuff like that. Um, he looked a little slimmer. Was that just me? Yeah, I, don't, I mean I only saw a few clips, right? Because you couldn't. Watch I feel the like screen. he looks sim- similar size. Okay, he's a really big. I, maybe it could be wrong. He's a really big dude. I mean, we should pull in that. Uh, I think it was ASU had the. That highlight. Let me see if I can pull it in. Yeah, it was for, uh, it was a nice Tyler. highlight. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to watch a duel. I was trying to watch it. I was I was tweeting with some or texting with some people, and there was just there was nothing to watch. It was uh, thirty seconds. Then you had to watch like some Bud Light commercials or something. You love Bud Light. <laughs> you. Love I got an argument with my wife last night on the way to the airport about Bud Light. No. Oh, it was what? Well, she said like. Um, she remembers growing up and going uh, and having like having her parents let her have a sip of wine at dinner, you know. Oh wow! And I don't drink, right? So right. she's like, "Well, you let our kids." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I don't care all that much, but it's like I feel like it's an adult thing. So like when they get to be 18, they yeah. can make their own decisions. Yeah, you know, like whatever. But I don't think we need to like, especially like we say, "Oh, have this little sip of wine," and you glorify it. I don't. Then think it's that's, like, "Oh, it's a cool thing that the cool adults." Thing. This do. is the argument. Okay, so yeah. this is the argument I was making to her, and she's like, "But wine is different. Wine is, you know, it's like." How much rain they got a certain year? I'm like Amy. I've never heard you say like this in like 14 years. You're just trying to win this argument. What is that? What is like, the What does the rainfall have to do with anything? I, that's what I said. I'm like, but you've never said this in 14 years. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But then she said, it's not like I'm trying to give him a sip of Bud Light. And I'm like, wait, what? That would be better. Like, what are we talking about here? A sip of Bud Light? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I guess I guess wine is ceremonial and. and you yeah. know, I understand. It does have she a... She's trying to talk about the art behind it, wine. It does. Yeah, sure. But Nonsense. What does that have to do with a kid? I don't know. I have no idea. Sorry, Amy. Now, pro- Amy, pro- I, she's probably still sleeping in her hotel room and she's not listening to the show. Oh, so she's here? Because she'd be mad at me again. 
She's here? Yeah. You brought her? Yeah. Did you bring any kids? I didn't bring any kids. No, no you left them back yeah. with the wine? Uh, the, kids, the kids are with my mom, so uh, my mom will take good care of them. chugging some, some <laughs> wine, some cab. Are we right. watching Colton Schultz right, We got Colton Schultz. We got it. You, got, you want to get to the beginning uh, where he hits that high crotch. That's just, oh, oh, my God. See how he pivoted around? Yes. And, oh, that is like. So nice. Look at him. That's really, He's really feeling himself, too. You know, I don't know if we can pull up. We're down clips. I don't know if we can pull this up. We probably can't in real time. But uh, I love Elam stepping in on the body lock. That was, yeah, that was not a good idea. That was courageous. Courageous is a good word for it. <laughs> no, uh, I was going to say reattack, but now I should say counterattack. There's what? a don't change your vocabulary for them. Uh, no, maybe the people win. I don't know. Um, there's a really smooth um, uh, veto. Uh, Elam, sorry, Elam. I'm Elam. Lamont goes over tie and steps right, and, uh-huh. but doesn't shoot. And Vito shoots a single to the same side off of a we'll call it counterattack. Yeah, <laughs> it was so freaking smooth. It was like, oh my god, that was like butter. He just timed it uh, perfectly. Timed it perfect. Just yeah, reattacked him, counterattacked him. I don't know what the hell you want to say. Yeah, whatever. Dude, call it. Don't. Sh- it's a reattack. Okay, it's a reattack. All right, I, I don't want to see. So, dang. All right, should watch that one. I mean, yeah, Vito just looked. It was like a clinic on smoothness for Vito. Very, smooth, very, smooth. very good. Uh, okay, what else do you want to talk about? Let's see. Ohio State. So I didn't get to watch Ohio State, North Carolina. I did watch some of the Pharaoh. I did watch some of the Keystone Classic. I did watch some of the Actronics. So um, Ethan Smith lost to... Um... Yeah, this was perplexing. Because Ethan Smith, when you look at his record, we, we actually talked about his record the other day. Um, despite the fact that Ethan Smith had... I believe he had... I'm going to look this up to make sure I'm not lying. Hold on there. Five seconds. He had 45 losses in his career. Right. They're okay. all to, like, All-Americans. No. But they're all the good people. He doesn't lose to, like, schmucks, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I never heard of Lennox Wolak. Maybe they recruited him from Poland or something. I don't know. <laughs> Poland? Wolak? Wolak sounds like a you good— You said Poland. That sounds like <laughs> a good, strong Polish name. Lennox Wolak. All that right. sound like, listen, tell me, people. Lennox Wolak? Hold that on. sounds like Wolak, a nice, strong Polish name. name. Yeah, Wolak. That's Polish. Let's see. Wolak. Hmm. Slavic. Polish. Uh, all right. Shout out to you. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think that means he's from. Poland. All right. Let me see. So he's lost to Joe Walker, who I don't know. He just. He yeah. also got major by Sam D. Perez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Christian. Whatever. It's, it's got a Z. You know, it's not the Bray. You know, Louis. No, the whole family. They've been, they've been messing with us. I agree. If it was the Bray, it would be D E. P-R-E-Y. Actually, there's a, someone who helps us coach in Green Bay. His last name is D-E-P-R-E-Y. That's pronounced Deprez. 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 No, that's, that'd be Deprez. <laughs> this has a Z. I know how to pronounce a Z. My son, Ozzy, is only four. He knows how to say a Z. I know what that says. There's a lot. You know, the wrestling community in general tries to trick you on how to say names. <laughs> the biggest trick ever is, is Heidley. That's where we've been tricked. I I said it the way it should be said for years, and you guys yelled at me too much. I can't. I did. Right, I'm looking back through Lennox Wolak. He's got no losses. He's got no no other big wins. I thought maybe we'd see something, but I'm not seeing much here. So Smith just looked like he got exhausted at the end of that match. That Is was he cutting really... a lot of weight because he used to be a 65. Know. He did. I think he was way way too big for that, but just maybe continued to grow. I regardless, not. Yeah, it was a weird loss for sure. Now I love having this. This is uh, I don't want to 
complain. You guys have it so much easier than me. If I want to do something like this, like, I don't know. Uh, well, we don't have, I don't have my Zoom up today, but it's mm-hmm. like, this comes up on my screen. It's like this big and I can't really read it. So I have to bring my own information up. Yes. To have this information in front of you. It's really tremendous. It makes the show a, a lot easier. And that's and that's a Thank tribute you, Tyler. to Tyler. Yes, exactly. We salute you. Okay, so Decatur has a big win. And so I saw you said this. Decatur's likely going to be the long-term starter for Ohio State. It makes sense. He looks like he's gotten better. He figured out his issues. That's my read on the situation. Well, Ohio State will be here. Maybe I can uh, talk to one of them and see what their read. But literally when I talked to Coach Ryan about it, he's like, or it's even in the interview, I believe, where he says, there would have to be a real separation for yes. us to see Decatur. And to me, I just read this as an injury for D'Amelio. And, uh, but maybe not. Well, this because is one of those you things. you don't need him for, for Columbia, yeah. you know? Well, I was talking to one of my other athletes, and you know, it's one of those things now with the way the RPI and the automatic qualifier system works. If you can put yourself in a position as, a, as an athlete and you're in a, a roster battle, if you're the one who looks like they're going to get a clear AQ – and the other guy's not, yeah. the chances they put you in at Big Tens or the conference tournament is so much more likely. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Especially if you're one of those the, a fringe guys, say a, a 20 through a 33, and if they put the other guy in, there's no spot for him. they got to go beat somebody else, they right? take it. But if they put you in, there's a spot for you. Whether you qualify automatically or... Yes, or the, well, that, because yeah, then, then even at large, if you lose your... Well, it's okay, so if... If they put the other guy in, say there would be seven spots. Yep. Now there becomes eight, and you have to beat no one who's above you. You just can't lose anyone who's behind you. Right. But even if you were to lose to one person who's behind you, then when they do the uh, the wild card process, you're significantly more likely. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you know what idea I loved? I don't remember who gave it to us. 32, 32. Well, actually, I would do 31, but one spot. Last chance qualifier. I, that will be that tournament will be so fire front side only. Absolutely. Oh my god, that'll be so good. You need we need it. We really do need it. We need it bad. So that might be one of the I mean, like if you think about all the tournaments all year of like uh from a media standpoint, that besides the NCAs and maybe the you know, the conference weekend, that might get like the most views or you know, you most watch people would be into that. Because was it what team the now, let me tell you this, what team? That's really good. Wouldn't want one or two more guys in NCAs, right? I mean, we think about the thirty-two or thirty-three seeds that have gotten through the NCAs and mm-hmm. made it, made an impact for their team from a point standpoint. Yeah. It's happened many times, right? True. And so, Penn State's gonna have one guy or two guys in that tournament, right? Yeah. Iowa's gonna have one or two guys in the tournament. Oklahoma State, all these teams are gonna have one or two guys in the tournament, and they're gonna know if this guy can get through this tournament. They have a chance to help us win a national title. Yeah. Right. And so from from a team perspective, it's really big. And you and you're also thinking, okay, well, if, if we do, uh, it'll be a forty-ish person bracket, right? Yeah. But um, if that guy is, you know, let's say a twenty-five through a thirty-five or some, somewhere in there, um, he's probably gonna win those first two or three or four, two or three rounds, kind of easy, you know? Right. So they're gonna make progress in terms of yeah. So I think I think everyone would be interested from a team standpoint of like my guy whoever that guy is for their team. If they can get in, that's going to help us get a trophy. That's going to help us win a title. That's going to help us get in the top 10. So, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it would be huge. I would uh, love huge. it. It would, be, it would be a ton of fun. Yes. So, I need another coffee. I'm out. And I can't go. Well, I'm joking, but I, it would be nice. Amy, where's my coffee? Yeah, she's, she's, she just, she's chugging wine with Ozzy right now. <laughs> she's not getting you any coffee. I think she's still sleeping. 
Good for her. The other hilarious one was she slept till 9 o'clock the last two mornings, and then she tried to convince me that, that she might get up early this morning and want to do something while I was here. Then I should leave the car there. I'm like, no. You're what not going to do anything. Why wouldn't you even get until 1 o'clock last night? What are you doing, Amy? Come no. On. Give okay. me a bed. Give me a break. That's okay. <laughs> so other Ohio State. Mendes had a nice weekend uh, bouncing back. Oh, he screwed me. Yeah, in the uh, – and you too, actually. Man, just a bloodbath from picks. <laughs> well, you I, lost on the last three because you lost. Romero only had a two-point. Oh, uh, he had a one-point win against uh, Gavin Kane. Yep. But then you lost Shaw and Whitman also. And I, we both, we I picked the other way. I should have just believed in the Bucks and made, made some mistakes. Actually, yep. all my mistakes, I think, were. Well, how Wisconsin was bad. You lost a bunch of those. Last, yeah. Uh, this is you. Last or so Cornell Fernandez. Uh, yeah, so basically I, I was sort of just betting on the team there. Like yeah. all my losses were sort of like the theme of yep. team. Yeah, there was one. Uh, what was I looking at? There was one where uh, we all got it right and the public got it wrong, which was Cornella. Yeah. And then this is so this is Keith and this is the public. Where was the one? There was one where we all got it wrong and the public got it right. Oh, which one was it? Maybe I'm wrong. Scroll up. Maybe it was just Keith. Keith is the the prognosticator. Well, th- this one slow Keith, down. Keith got these two right. Handelvik, yeah. which I, oh, it's Handelvik. I don't know why I miss this. Yeah. We all chose model, and he only won by four. And uh, the public and Keith both chose Handelvik. Yeah, which I don't know. You guys got lucky because look at Handelvik's results. There was no, yeah, there was no reasoning. We're to gonna change that. We actually got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> regardless, of the, the line. regardless three, of the outcome, three and a half. Yeah, Let's switch to three and a half. Yeah, sorry guys, sorry for that that change. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, we were supposed to announce who the winner was too. Oh uh, shoot, JD he, sent he it to us. Me. Hold on, please He's, hold. He sent a congratulations to uh, yeah. Who who who? Uh, I'm about to read. Best pick. Chris Arians won the public pick. He got everyone right except he picked Karchla Heinzelman and Soldano. So go ahead and give him a shout out. Oh, I missed three. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. impressive. Good job, Chris. Yeah. Um, Thank you for playing. So, and for those of you who maybe had a bad week, look no further than Keith Gothard. This man was <laughs> was mocked by us. Well, as he should, deservedly he mocked. Should, he should have been. He had a great week, though. I mean, the week before he was uh, <laughs> three and eleven. Three and eleven. Great. And the, but the public who did that. But that week, the public who did not read was one and thirteen. <laughs> Because so they couldn't the read public. the instructions. He beat the public. The public's, I mean, you were like, if you were just with a coin flipped all of them, you would have been better than 1 in 13. Yes. It, it, public, it takes effort to be 1 in 13. That's what you guys did yeah, in week one. Because these are technically coin flip types of scenarios. Well, we're, yeah, I mean, the goal would be for JD to make the line as close as, to a coin flip as possible. Yes. Um, I was actually thinking just, just to appease Shane Sparks, we should we should do a, a buy the starting point for anything. <laughs> Hey, you guys see? You guys see Shane with uh, the Nature Boy? He, he met posted. Rick Flair. Well, he said he was going Woo! to. That's a big day for Shane. Oh my gosh, Shane was so pumped. I I have a dream, and it can't come true. But I want to be able to see. Did you dream to, be, to be Rick Flair? That, no, I don't want to be him. I saw his. No, meet him. Meet him. No, and I definitely don't want to meet him. Okay. Not an impressive person to me, but I want to see Shane Sparks at like a early '90s, late '80s WWE. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if he ever went to one. But I just want to go in through the simulator and run him uh, through there, and I want to see. I definitely went to him. If you're going, listen. If you're in yeah. 2022, if you're going to see Ric Flair, mm-hmm. you were hardcore enough to go to a WWE event back Pro- in the day. Probably so. Yes. Probably so. Oh, there, here we go. We got man. it. 
Is that man Shane? Yeah. Ric Flair, not very big. He's not. I mean, I think it's one of those I things where it, you like shrink a little bit too. I know, but he is. Sh- yeah. He's not tall. He's you not know? tall. Yeah. Because Shane is like my height, maybe. A little yeah. short. Ric Flair, I. You know oh. all. The, six six one, one. I think my, maybe he's leaning over. My, maybe he got know, shorter. One of the two. What is? What is feet amputated? Look at him. <laughs> Old people shrink. I know that. Don't let me Google it. Hey, maybe he just lost like two inches. Well, Shane's hair also adds. Look at Shane's hair up Yeah. There. That adds that. You can adds, tell he's you know, kind of a bigger inches. guy, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because well, Rick's got no hair. He's bald. So you got so look at Zoom in on Shane's. Yeah, Shane's, we're getting in close My here. wife called this a poof. She used to wear you know, wear poof. her hair up a little bit, the uh-huh. poof. Shane's got some poof right there. That's a couple inches of That's poof. That's a solid two, two <laughs> inches of poof. Yeah, you know what? Look at, look at how. Yeah, because look where the foreheads are. That's yeah. the us three inches. Or but so. look at the difference in eyes. It's only about two inches. Mm, so yeah. Shane's five. You know, maybe if Ric Flair shrunk two inches and Shane's five nine, this is it's about okay. right. We'll call it maybe we two. haven't been lied to by WWE. <laughs> WWF. They would never lie. They would. They, they would. Only real results. Okay. Um, we got a lot of other stuff that happened. By, by well, the I was way. gonna say Pittsburgh had an interesting weekend. Very interesting. Shout out to Maryland for getting their first ranked win since twenty. Yeah, thirteen. But then Pitt turns around and whoops up on Lehigh on Sunday. So yes. oh, sorry, sorry, Friday and then Saturday. Very, quite a back and forth there for yes. for Pitt. Um, so which it, but, I, to me the standout here is is Nino Bonacorsi. Yeah, the weekend he had was out, was outstanding. We talked about it in both picks. Yeah, he killed he killed uh, Michael Beard and then he beat up on um, Jackson. Jackson Smith also. Um, who is this guy though? Because I saw Keith Gavin giving him Pitzer. some shoutouts. Dayton Pitzer. Who the hell is Dayton Pitzer? Dayton Pitzer. I don't know about him. He's a three-time Pennsylvania state champion. Um, he's small. That's what Keith said. He was outweighed small. by fifty pounds against Lehigh. Uh that's a that little might be extreme. A little hyperbolic, but he's he is small. He's got no bio. Look at this. No bio. Well, he's true. He's true. But you guys, usually they got something about their like high school career or something. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't. Okay, ride. so Dayton Pitzer, he, he's he's a scrapper. Yes, he's good. Did you watch him? At no, all? I didn't get to watch He's him. good, man. He's, Freaking he's ESPN Plus, stop making me have. I got to watch Cornell, Wisconsin without having a subscription. I don't subscribe to cable. Just let me watch. If I buy for free ESPN Plus, let me watch the stupid duels. So I, th- I, and part of my curiosity here with the Pitzer move, now let me, before I. Humphrey's pinned Casto. Oh, did you? That was. Uh, I did not see it. He pulled him over the top and pinned him, and no, that happened to Humphreys. No, it was like uh, it was out of an exchange. Like Casto was in on a high crotch. Oh, he freaking hit him with a crucifix. Crucifix. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, I don't know what you call it. Some people call it like a mouse trap, maybe. But like, uh, you want to do it here, or what? Am I shooting a high crotch on you? So like, no, you end up, you end up here. Just you're here. And oh, then this is a head inside single right here, and you just take no, him straight over the top. That, no, that did not happen. That's what, that's I how, won't believe it. That's how he pinned Castle. I don't believe I'm gonna pull it up right no, now. No, I don't believe it. That is it. Some JV shit that's, right there. That's a Buffalo Gap staple, brother. I'm telling you what, we have iced so many dudes, letting them in on the leg, and then pop them over with a little. I can't believe this to be true of divisional wrestling cruise, of good guys. Uh, you know what's really? Good I, you know what? I don't even have a move for that because that move's dumb. That's what I would say. Well, that's why you would never pin Dijon Casto. So, <laughs> I still don't believe it happened. I want to see it. I'm I think, pulling it up right I now. think you're misinformed or confused or something. Oh my god, that's, that's don't try to get out of it on some technicality. That's some pretty bad. Of the I'll, I'll, if, if it's close, I'll give it to you. All right. Um, 
And then Philippi lost also to McGonagall, which is interesting. McGonagall wrestled Dayton Fix decently tough. I mean, yeah, not, not bad. Not great, but. All right, I'm going to find it. But uh, okay. so the Pitzer thing is, is sort of interesting because he did not wrestle against Maryland, and then Jerron Smith beat Jake Slinger. I think Keith Gavin said, you know oh. what? This literally just cost us a duel against Maryland. We're wrestling our lineup. Our best so, team. but is Pitzer would probably be in red shirt then, right? Would have been. Oh, he still could well, be. He still could be because you get five matches. Oh, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Uh, this is what's awesome. You throw this guy out here and see how he does, you know? Yeah. Turns out pretty good. All right, he's yeah. 1 0. That was his first match. What a debut. Are you looking at him too? I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Dayton Pitzer. That's his only match so far this Ever year. in college. Pretty good. I mean, he he picked Nathan Taylor apart. Because uh, Nathan Taylor is not bad. solid. He's definitely yeah. solid. And, you know, he's in a room with. Yeah. A lot of good wrestlers. Nathan Taylor was 20, 27 and ten last year. Um, not any huge wins, but you know, um, he he was he, he pinned Slinger, for example. Beat Ben Golden, who's tough. Um, yeah, he he's got some solid wins. Yep, he's not bad. Um, here I'll show you how little he is. Hold on, let me see if we can get them visual. Oh, he did lose to Guest and Gary though. Duh. <laughs> As did literally everyone that's ever wrestled. Oh, he's pitcher. Yeah. I want to show you. He's not a very big guy, but he's on top of Nathan Taylor so much it's tough to kind of see. See them next to each other? I can see. I mean, he looks like a 97 pounds. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't look like 50 pounds. It's not yes. 50 pounds. It is a significant size difference. That's pretty big. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to 57. I uh, want to see these, these JV moves. I'm so excited. Yeah, I love them. All right, here. This is how, how it develops. We'll talk you through it. Uh, yeah, why can't we put this? We can't. It's ESPN. Again, Chin whip him. Hi, Oh, I crush. No, oh, Cassie's got him up loose, in the air. So he gets loose with the shoulder. Okay, as he's sliding off, he's sliding off, trying to set the corner. He Okay, so yeah, Castle's in bad position right now. Sliding, sprawl, sprawl, sprawl. How does he pin him from? You'll see. Oh, my. oh he's got it. Back hook. Oh. Wait, locked hands or stalling? That's, or what that's the drop down. Oh. oh, my God. That's exactly what he did. So he pins Casto with this. He ends up stepping on top of him. Yeah. Uh, so that was, was it? okay. So um, uh, uh, you're you're right. Uh, but uh, okay. So uh, for our audience, oh, we're watching right here. Okay. Good, oh, good. Perfect. You guys can see it also. Um, Castle switched to a, ba- a back hook though, so he was back hooked here. Yeah. Right, and then had the half here as opposed to a high crotch, which be that's a little more JV because of shoulder position. Yeah. Because this one, when he's got the hook, if if uh, uh, Humphrey pinches his leg, it's hard to get this out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Where on that high crotch, you can like, get it out. You can get it out pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. So, but nevertheless, I don't think uh, I've never taught that move. I don't think I can't recall a time I've seen someone get turned over from that move. Eric Guerrero showed like the slickest versions of it on like this is back when he was well, at Oklahoma State. There it was, was this it was wild. There was an idea for a while because I remember kind of trying to process through the idea, you know, all the way back in my college days, where you could ask someone back hooked you, you could like. Flip your hips over the top of them, catch them on their back. Mm-hmm. But that is just so low percentage, and then when you don't get it, it puts you in a bad position for the the follow up. Right. So we kind of, I kind of stopped doing that, um, really at all out of a, um, out of a back hook type position. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, I can. No, this is okay. This is exactly okay. So JS, this is literally regression to the mean. Um, so what is uh, okay? So here's what he said. This is literally the, like the definition. So he says team performs poorly, have a wicked tough week of practice, and respond the next match. Now that that is the bias that people think, right? So like they say, 
You know, if they've if worked hard and now they're back, well, or the team has a bad performance, the coach yells at them and they respond to that yelling. But this is where the coach thinks his his yelling actually worked, right? Yeah. But if you got if, if the team is at uh, so we'll say we'll just put numbers on here, right? If their skill level is seven, and that's where they are, but they have a bad day and they wrestle at a four, mm-hmm. well, they're not going to stay at a four permanently. They're more likely to return to a seven, and maybe some days, right? You wrestle a little better, so you wrestle an eight, right? But now. Even if they just return to the seven, the coaches, oh, yeah, see, my yelling at them worked or my hard practices worked or, or whatever it is. When it's like, no, they were just really, really likely to regress back to where they were, right, or where they are as athletes. Um, so, yeah, regression of the mean. Come on. Yes. Yeah. What's so, the word? Okay. So, so Maryland beats Pitt. Pitt beats Lehigh. A couple interesting, notable results within there. You got um, Eric Rowe technique going on over there. Well, I'm trying. He hit. A, he does the. I call it the crucifix. He's getting honey badgered right there. He's at Coleman Scott. By Coleman Scott, but he ain't. Um, <laughs> he ain't going over. Anyways, <laughs> I'll find that. And the, well, there's a really funny one that happens a lot in high school wrestling, uh, with a high crotch crackdown, right? And then the top guy goes power half. And what none of them realize is if you just step back this way, it's a, you're actually in a Peterson. So you can Peterson them. Yes. As they're trying, but they never realize this. Buffalo so, Gap, we so, do this. So I'm they telling just, you. They stay stuck there a lot. If the guy can whip this over, then he he gets the back points, you know? Yes. But it's like if you were to just go back this way, you have, you have a Peterson on them, and you get five points. Yes. Yeah. That's the way to go. <laughs> I'm pro getting five points in matches. Uh, uh, notable thing. Um, Oklahoma State beat Wyoming pretty solidly. No, uh, no Stephen Buchanan, but Joe so Greenwood I, beat I, Carter Young. I I asked about um, Stephen Buchanan, and so here's what I saw. I was told he was curious about NIL, other places. He thought you know he's getting which I don't. NIL is not unless the schools are bribing people. Is not as big of a thing as people think it is. Number two would be he really liked Tian Ware, I guess, and Tian Ware left to Oklahoma. Um, but uh, it seems as though he's probably going to stay at Wyoming. Okay. He does like it there. Or if they're That's him, what I was told. Or if they're going to let him redshirt then. Uh, I, I can't remember if I asked that or not. That's I don't know. What that's okay. what I'm curious about. Yep. All right, yeah, so Wyoming got killed by Oklahoma State. But Job Greenwood beat Carter Young. Carter which, Young. We thought maybe he was going to get a little better this year. Not happening. He's one and two right now. And he, and the two guys, um, not they're not great. Not world beaters. Yeah. So maybe we'll take a little bit. Other than that, Oklahoma State really rolled. Six zero win for Voinovich over Zolman, who's you know recently he's decent. He, yeah. made, he made it in CS, I think. Yep. He's a funky fresher. Oh yeah. He, uh, so you know the funky freshers kind of they him and the Heller brothers. I swear to God, I almost kicked them out of my camp and told them they couldn't come back like four times. The Heller brothers are pretty tough too. Oh, and they wouldn't shut up ever. They never shut up. Heller brothers, you know this. I like you guys. But you don't stop talking ever. So Pitt, you know Cole, Cole Matthews is going to be here with, with you know okay. some Pitt staff. So you need Keith, to ask. Keith Gavin, well, I guarantee he 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 agrees with my sentiment. Well, you know Keith Gavin's quite the chatty Kathy himself. <laughs> so maybe a little commonality. No, the older brother, the older brother uh, was a sage. He was nice, focused, but the the two younger ones, my friend Sage, Sage is the older one, right? Yeah, there's three of them. Sage, Reese, and Holden. Holden. Yes. The younger two. Oh, my goodness. I swear I wanted to slap them half the time. <laughs> uh, All right. Hopefully they grew up and they learned how to stop talking. But I, I don't know. For some reason, I have a hard time with uh, thinking that's the case. Indiana. Uh, uh, they had big wins. Hold on. They both had. Uh, should we go back? The Hellers? Yeah. because They, they beat both had upsets. Samuelson and Meyer. Yes. 
Yep. They're they're good, man. They're they were tough. I was impressed with both of them. Yes. Yep. Pitt's an interesting team this year. I'm I'm really excited about Pitzer. Also, I think it's funny that Dayton Pitzer went to Pitt and Vince Cornell went to Cornell. <laughs> I just have to say that. I have to say that out loud. You're such a nerd. I don't think that's nerdy. It's just sort of a funny coincidence. Uh, uh, not that I'm not that, but uh, yeah. I don't think that's evidence. Um, hey, do we want to talk? Because we kind of glanced over it in Cornell's worst day ever. Um Gibson's going to Penn State. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Mason uh, trains at M2, which is in State College with David Taylor. you got to assume he's rubbing shoulders. Um, but Eric had not only committed to Cornell, but he he was at Cornell. Right. And then Mason had also committed to Cornell. Um, so, you know, obviously, you got to think, like, they're, they're, they're all around David Taylor and the Penn State guys on a regular basis. There's probably some like, hey, well, why not? Why don't you come to Penn State? Um, or do you think it's something else? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what what the reasons would be for for Mason. I mean, ultimately, if if Penn State showed a tremendous amount of interest in Mason, I think it makes sense. Um, if you remember, Mason committed literally the first day. That's what someone told me. I uh, Mulvaney told me that. I didn't know that. He literally committed the first day that you could even talk to. Yes. So it, it was like, man, yeah, you can verbal now, but ultimately these teams are just now being able to reach out. And yes. as you know, these teams are not going to just, oh, well, he verbal, therefore. Someone's asking about this the other day, and I, I agree with the verbal commitment that the colleges, as long as the athlete doesn't say, stop I'm not going me. there, stop calling me, then yeah. if, the, if the athlete remains open, the coaches should continue to call. I don't exactly. see an issue there. Exactly. I mean, that's how. I mean that. Yeah, we could get into that whole thing, but I've never understood the idea of all oh, their verbal. So stop recruiting. Like I, I get it. Continue to recruit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what what the factors were that changed their minds, but um, you know, that's just something that kids this age do. And I think for for Mason, who is yeah. you know, for for being honest, he's like the big big. Big yeah, I mean, here, Aaron you know? Gibson is solid. He had some really good wins last year. And, I mean, I guess one of the things I thought was, well, could he enroll next semester and start at 57? Is he better than Bear Claw? So, hey, so let's, let's talk about Penn State because yeah, they, no they had all of their non-All-Star guys, um, if you call them that, at the, Black at the Black Knight. And a lot of them wrestled in the finals. Um, so Bear Claw lost to Haynes on a reverse. It was really funny because uh, – Bear Claw was trying to do the typical Penn State like hook the ankle trip, yeah. Which usually a switch is terrible against the that move, right? Because you get your ankle yeah. twisted up and you get caught, and then you're stuck in the hip, and then they get your wrist, and then it's a whole disaster, right? Yes. But Haynes was actually able to hit a switch, so he hit the switch on him, and then erased his ride time, which gave him the two to one win over Bear Claw. Yes. So I don't know what that'll mean for for Penn State at one fifty seven, but man, it, throwing Gibson there, I mean. How much, how much improvement? Probably not. Get? Probably not improvement. Probably not. I don't know if he can beat those guys. Correct. So, and that's one of the things when you're like, well, it, you know, and maybe Eric Gibson knows this, um, but so you have Levi Haynes is a freshman. Mm-hmm. Facundo's a freshman. They just signed Kasich, who, well, he's a senior this year, correct? Yep. You know, so like they're kind of going to be filled log if log jammed in there where the, the weights that Eric Gibson would be because he wrestled 74 kilograms last Spring at uh, Fila Junior Trials, right? Or not Fila, UWW Junior Trials. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think about 
uh, because everyone wants to know about Penn State. I'll get here's my opinion. Um, because I think you look at things through lenses, right? And so with these freshmen they have, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it through the lens of, okay, Penn State has had a lot of guys come in as either true freshmen or, and or that second year, right, which some of these guys are, and they've blown people out of the water completely and then went on to win NCAA titles as freshmen or make the finals. Um, if you look at it from that lens, I don't feel as though some of these guys are close to that level yet, Right. If you look at it from, like, how are they doing? It's like, oh, like, Van Ness. Like, I don't know, love it. It's a pretty good win. You know, puts him probably in the top 15. Um, but it wasn't, like, overly impressive in that match to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you think the same thing about Bartlett, won in overtime against his teammate. Levi Haynes won on a late reversal against his teammate. Um, to me, the most impressive one actually was uh, Facundo, who yeah. we probably had the most data on, but he beat up on Matt Lee in the finals, who's been a national qualifier. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Joey. Oh, my gosh. Okay, actually, I'm not impressed anymore. It's Matt Lee. I was, there's too many Lees. I got confused. Lees. What do you want from me? Okay. Now I'm, now I'm feeling differently because I thought it was Joey. Nah, it's not. That was Matt. That was Matt. I still think there's reason to be excited about uh, Facundo. It's it's still – what I would say for both of them, it's, it's, it's to be determined still, right? We yes. don't have – we haven't seen them in the right circumstances to know, hey, this person's going to contend for high A at this point. Yeah. For Van Ness, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on him because... Okay, let's talk about him because he'd be the biggest one. Yes. His, his hand fighting and pace really, really impressed me. Yeah. The, the amount of times he has guys like staring at their shoes, pulling on the head. Can we? This is flow, right? This is... This is flow, so we yeah, can yeah, watch yeah. his matches. Uh-huh. Let's watch that that first uh, the first double. I'll get the time on. Oh no, there's no takedown, so I won't have the time on. The first double. I want to find it. The first double that uh, um, Van Ness hits and love it is so freaking clean. I couldn't believe it. But, but the scramble that ensues for love it to not give up a takedown was like, oh my god, this is tremendous. Hey, also not to throw flow under the bus. Do you guys know when I'm watching on my phone to rewind and forward? If you press the plus fifteen button. It messes it up. You know what I'm talking about? What happens? It like it keeps rewinding and rewind, and it won't like it won't play where I want it to play. I don't know that. It drives me crazy. So let's go quant division. Get it together. <laughs> quant division is stressed. So I thought Van Ness <laughs> looked I'm really good. There was oh, no. Whoa, right whoa, go back. This okay, I was busy finding. Tell already had it. That's it right here. Boom. He times it early on. It's like uh, a reattack, I think. Or is it counterattack? It's a it's a recounter. The pre-counter re-attack. Wait, so uh, you're winding too much? Here it comes. Now, boom, no. boom. That one. And he flips him over, and then he almost gets behind it, but then he does a sit-out. Oh. And he says, oh, that was a that, good job, Johnny. Love it. That was, that was nice. Boy. But yes. then as the match goes on, Shane's got really good, really good pressure. And I think he's going to ultimately, he's going to get a lot of guys to take bad shots, and he's going to re-attack them. Yeah, boom. He, he set up on them pretty well. So, okay, but so then the other thing about this match, um, and I said, I was watching this in the airport, and so I didn't have volume on yesterday, but, okay, so it's 3-2, so Lovett actually gets a takedown yeah, on Yeah, he does. If we, I don't it. know, can we go to that take? No, it was a really weird sequence. Let me see. Like, Van Ness kind of steps in. Okay, yeah, hold on. It's, uh, well, no, he almost gets a leg attack. It's, uh... Tell him at match time. Yeah, at match time. Match time, let's go to, like, 129, because it's right, uh, let's go to, like, 135 match time. Yeah. In the first period. First period, yep. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird sequence. But anyway, so love it. Let's pause yeah, right there. Let pause right there. Oh, boom. 
right there. So yeah, so he, he hits a shot and he comes up to the seatbelt situation, which yes. we're talking about with Gomez. And now the the ensuing sequence, I love it. It's really strange how he he's gonna step over. Um, but I don't know why Lovett doesn't limp out his his left arm is what he should do, but eventually just he flattens him. Um, but a lot of times when guys keep that wizard in and they try to throw the leg in, the, the bottom guy's able to build up, and then they're in a really terrible situation with arms on the back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. Cool. Let's go hit it. Boom. He goes that way. But he now, ha- see, he's got this. He's got. He's got an arm in. And a lot of times, yes, he he's so strong enough where he can't build up off bottom. Because normally, but, yeah, gets his let's hips take out. that arm out. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, he eventually does take this arm out. You know. Yeah, yeah. That was just a, a horsepower, yeah thing. I think yeah, partially good, good feel from him too. Yeah. Um, okay, but so he's leading three to two in the third period, and I so I didn't know you told me this morning, but he takes it. He tries to take injury time because he knows it's already going to be uh, Van Ness's choice. Yeah. And it's that's an auto stall warning, and he already had a stall well, we, warning. I think it's an auto stall. The the official acted like uh, it was. Because he gets another point here. So if you he, look, no, he calls stalling, but I don't know if it's an auto or if he, if or if the ref is just being like. I want to say it is auto because there has to be a penalty for that. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, everyone would do it. Yeah. So yes, there, I did. I did not. I couldn't have. You would have said, "Hey Ben, what's the penalty for this?" <coughs> I would have said, "I don't know," but I'm pretty sure it's a penalty. Yes. So. So, he took. I mean, love it. Love it was not injured. He was literally just standing yeah. on his feet, very tired, and yes. took injury time. So that gave. Van Ness, another point, yes. and then he escaped, which tied it, and then he gets a takedown late yes. for the for the win over Lovett. Yeah, so like, you know, I said, so if you're looking at like, okay, is this an NCAA finalist type performance over Johnny Lovett? And you're like, eh, maybe not. Like, if, if you're just a freshman, am I impressed by you beating Johnny Lovett? And yet, yes, his pressure was good. You know, the one takedown he gave up was kind of like, I don't want, it's not a fluke, but like, this guy's got a really unique feel, yeah. and he was able to get to that position. Um yeah, because Lovett already has – he got killed by Sasso, and there's one other loss he had this year. I'm not remembering. He did have the win over Mitch Moore. So, um, you know, Lovett's a, a tough guy to beat. So, you don't want to – look two lenses you want to look at it through, like – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, put away the anointing oil, as uh, Bill Parcells would say. But I, I think I think Van Ness is – Anointing oil? Yeah. I never heard that term. He was saying that if, uh, someone was, like, gassing up his quarterback. It might have been Romo. Okay. And he's like, put put away the because the guy had a good start or whatever. He's like, yeah. put away the anointing right, oil. So it's let's got see. ways to go. Who is Van Ness gonna wrestle coming up soon? Because mm-hmm. I would be interested to see that. Yeah, let's oh. see. Boom. I think you the way this weight has played out so far, Heck. I think he can find himself really high on the podium. I think he's Okay. I'm so really he's impressed. Have Lehigh. Do they have a good forty nine? Manzona. Manzona, that'd be it that he yeah. <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else. Forty nine, I don't think they have anyone. And I guess the, the collegiate duels. They'll they have someone good there. They haven't announced yet though. Oh, Gomez, January sixth. Let's oh go. Oh my gosh. Gomez, then Lamer, Michigan State. Lamer's okay. Yeah. Murin. Murin, January twenty seventh. Oh, he's gonna well, we're gonna find out exactly yeah. how good he is. And yeah. Then, we'll have a good idea. Oh uh, yeah. After that, kind of nobody. But yeah, we'll have a really good idea. I mean, hell, hell, if he runs the table on those those three, he's gonna probably be the number one seed of Big Tens, right? Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't lose, Buren. I mean, look, if you know, but but there's sometimes where your Big Ten schedule is not that strong, and you don't right. wrestle the best guys, and you you could beat them all and still be like the three or four, right? He's hitting. Them but all. if you beat Gomez, Murin, Sasso, yes, yeah, you're the number one. Hundred percent, he will be. Um. Okay. So, any like, any other thoughts on Penn State between, uh, I mean, 40, 41? Because they, they kind of brought, like I said, everyone who wasn't 
Um, and even some of their best guys, right? They brought uh, Max Dean wrestled here. Um, but this, they didn't bring RBY. They didn't bring Shiraki Brooks or uh, Kirkland. Because well, right. three of those four. Roman's not wrestling tomorrow, right? No, he's not. But the other three are. Yes. Okay. We're missing three national champs and Greg. Yeah. Uh, but How do you feel about Bartlett's overtime win against David Evans? I looked at David Evans and his resume is not all that great. Yeah, it looked like a teammate match. I think overtime is a little not what you'd expect. Not what expect. you want. Definitely not what you want. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I thought Bo looked good in his other matches, but yeah, I didn't expect that to go to overtime. He won the scramble, yes. and that was kind of it. Um, but... Strong performance, I would say, but mm-hmm. not perfect. He says he feels way better down at 141. Uh, JD, JD interviewed it. it. JD got interviews with Shane Van Ness, Bo Bartlett, and Max Dean, so check those out Nice, if you get a chance. There's kind of a lot going on uh, up in the area, so he went to he went to the Armbar at the Armory and to the Black Knight invite? And, and the uh, Iowa. Well, no, and Iowa Army. Oh, and Iowa Army. Dang, there's so, a lot going on up there. Very efficient trip Yes, by us. Um, Bill Farrell, any results that you want to? Um, no, I want. I do want to look closer at it later. So there was a lot of internet. I mean, really, kind of a lot of international results um, where Ukraine had a, a decent team. Armenia brought quite a few guys. So I feel like it was almost more international than usual. Maybe this is me not recognizing, but I feel like generally speaking, it's mostly Americans with a few guys sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I find I gotta find it again. I gotta do Control F, Bill. There we go. Boom. All right. Um, yeah, if you look at the results, you know, men's freestyle heavyweight has a lot of uh, Americans, but then you go, you know, this one's got Kyrgyzstan and Ukraine. Uh, 65's got Kyrgyzstan. I guess those are all Americans after that. Um, yeah, Ukraine, you got Ukraine, 70. Yeah, Kyrgyzstan, Armenia, Israel, well, Israel, but it's fine, silver. Yeah. Seven, you know, 74. So, 79's got Ukraine and Georgia in the finals. You had a lot of these uh, international guys. Um, Marinelli got rolled up by Kinchadze, but he finishes third place in this bracket, which I actually thought was pretty good. That is good, yeah. So he wasn't competitive with Kinchadze, but... uh, And then somehow, I don't know how the Cedars had... They just didn't seed Kinchadze, because Wick had Kinchadze... Early. First round. I want to say it was first round, which is like... It it feels like... So with the way the bracket is laid out, it's like, okay... You you gave Wick the number one seed, mm-hmm. but then Kinchadzi wasn't he a world silver medalist? He was he got he made the finals he's right. Medaled for sure. Okay, yeah. I thought he made the finals one year, but he gave him second round, so he lost eight to two, and then Kinchadzi beat uh, Marinelli twelve one, and then he he actually lost in the finals yeah. too. Twenty eighteen silver. He won. Okay, so he did take silver, but then this other guy, this Ukrainian, I didn't really know him. Um, he barely. Beat Kinshadi, but he barely beat McFadden in the semis, also. So, yeah. So, the interesting result at 79. That was a tough weight. Yeah. Um, Chittam looked good, but I don't know who uh, this Montserrat guy was. I texted you guys. Oh, Christian Montserrat? Um, so, Chittam looked. He was a guy. He, okay, so uh, he was, yeah, he looked pretty tough against West him, Virginia. But Montserrat in the second period, it was crazy because he hit like a single, and then you know I don't know if you noticed, but Chin does this like straight leg defense where he kind of straightens his leg and tries to go over the top, and yeah. Montserrat like bounces face off the mat, and he kept trying to call injury time. And this ref, I'm gonna get it up. I'll tell t- Tyler Montserrat versus um, Chidham. Chidham. I'm gonna tell you the time, but the ref would not give him injury time. Oh dang it! I gotta watch Joe Johnson invade nutrition. 
I was wondering what school Joe Johnson wrestled. This is not Joe Johnston who wrestled at Iowa. This is Joe Johnson. What school did he wrestle at? He's a Big Ten wrestler. Come on, bro. Rutgers? Joe, hurry up. Get he's, this vague commercial done. Okay, he's here we got go. A, he's got a tight polo, so I'm guessing Rutgers. Okay. Rutgers, actually, someone was just posting the... Um, Oh, okay, this is it, right? Well, oh, the, oh, this is where the score clock was wrong, though. So the ma- uh, the yeah, you're not gonna be able to tell. Oh, okay, it's right before this. You can, so watch this. Uh, it's, so it's if you started at seven, we'll say seven fifteen into the match, like on the mat on the, the the bottom timer. Yeah, yeah. So he's losing by a point, and watch this. He boom. Oh, Do you see that? Yeah, go back, go back. Okay, so watch this. He, he bounces. So he's on a shot. Mat. So he's on the shot, and my and and Chittum does this straight leg thing where he, so he straightens out his leg here. Boom. Oh, oh my God. He right? kind of yeets himself to the Yes, mat. and Louis trying to call injury time, and the ref will not give him injury time. He's like, he's like dead. And the ref, and he's like kind of fighting. But look at him. He's like, I, I need injury time. Yeah. And the ref will not give it to him. He's oh buzzing. my God. Dang. That was nasty. Yeah. Oh, you could. Hit him's a bad boy. Yeah, so he so then he loses in the finals to Ian Parker. Three, two. Yeah, but Louis, he's down. He's still down. <laughs> the ref would not call injury time for this man. Not injured enough. Ah. <laughs> uh. Um, I thought that was an interesting sequence. Yeah, he so he lost Ian Parker in the finals, though. There you go. Yeah, um, so there's almost tough. too much wrestling to consume in the weekend. That was it was a lot. Yes, it was a lot for sure. Okay, let's. Um, there's other college stuff we haven't got to yet. Oh, I want I want to talk about this sort of a sidebar. Sidebar. But, but putting the Yanni loss in in historical perspective, what what upsets regular season yeah. upsets? I would say Dean, Dean and Ruth, because no one saw that coming. No one saw. That's the thing. No one saw it coming because no one had really been close to um, Ed. Ed in a while. And in, th- in this case, Yanni had a singular, I would say, singular competitive match last year, which had been Ridge. Um, I don't really feel he was not a big bonus point guy. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm gonna I'll look for uh, to be confirmed, but. He's not a big bonus point guy, but I don't think there was any matches besides Ridge last year where we said, "Oh yeah, it he's was in, it was in the balance." He's in danger here. Yeah, um, so, I mean, because he wins six three, like Sasso Muir, and he wins six three. But I don't think you ever no. felt he was in danger in those ones. Um, Sasso again six two, Blockus eight three. Oh, you know what was puzzling last year? Well, this could just be a Yanni first match of the year thing. The Jaden Abbas match. The Jaden Abbas match. Because that was super competitive, and that was his first match of the year. Yeah, and then Jaden went on to not, not really not be recap. good. He went from like a title type of dude. Yeah, because to... we were like, oh my God, Jaden Abbas wrestled him so good. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Me too. And then you know, Jaden was 19 and 9 last year, and he won what? He didn't win a match. Oh, he won one match in NCAAs. Right. Yeah. So I, I think Dean Ruth is in there. I think. Zane over Logan, like it's easy to say. Oh, Zane over Logan. That's that was one. crazy. I that mean, was, it's true yes. freshman. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. Yeah, so that that would be a good one. Where I said, I said earlier, I said when the all time greats don't usually lose later in their career, that would be one where he did because he didn't. Did he not lose his sophomore or junior year? So he uh, he lost or, his sophomore year to Dardanes. Dardanes. Oh man, yeah. And then junior year was the. Devin Carter year. I think he was undefeated that year. Yeah. That's oh, why I think oh, Logan. Oh, no, no, no. That's Logan the, Devin, only... the Devin Carter year is the year he lost to uh to Zane. Surely, now that I think about it. Surely Logan Steber had more than one undefeated season in college. Yes, right? he did. Um his senior year, he was undefeated. 
Um, because remember they redshirted him. Oh, his junior was when he lost yes, to, to Zane. Oh, Zane. Yeah. But still, he was a two-time champ. Um, yes. and highly dominant. Yes. Two-time champ, and I'm pretty sure a Hodge finalist. Yes. So well, he won. Uh, he won the Hodge senior. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying. Prior, prior, yeah. prior. Got it. Got it. Um, here's some others in contention. Now, I'm going to say this one was not the level upset of Yanni. Nolf over Imar. I remember that was a stunning thing. Remember, he pinned Imar, Jason Nolf. Are you with me, Ben? Uh, yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm just thinking about Logan Steber's season. I'm just thinking about Logan. <laughs> he's going to be here uh, soon. You can, you can, uh, you can okay. talk about it. You know what? Okay, sorry. Okay. All right, no, I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sign myself. To, we're about to start talking about Steve Dutton here. No, real I'll sit down with Danny Sabatello because I was at this Bellator event. Oh yeah, but Danny Sabatello. Don't get Keith Gothard going on Danny Sabatello. Is, is this an act? Because he acts like such a dipshit. Yeah, uh, Keith thinks it's great. Keith loves Danny Sabatello. Oh really? Oh, he DMs me about him all the well, time. Well, he's a Chicago kid, so yes. maybe that's why. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Keep going on. Uh, Danny Sabatello is no, he's stop. wild. But um, I'm saying like, okay, so here's. Uh, Let's see, now you got me started. Um, okay, so when someone acts like that, I think, wow, this person is annoying. Okay, but then I think, are they trying to annoy me? If that's the character playing, then bravo, because you got me in on the gimmick, because I think, God, you're so annoying. I yeah. want to see you get punched so bad. Yeah. So then, great job on the character you're playing, right? Mm -hmm. But if that's really who you are, then I'm like, God, you're such a dipshit. You know, like, I I think he, he you know, he went to Purdue, was a, Good wrestler. I don't. I yeah. would guess uh, probably yeah. a little bit of a gimmick, but I don't know Danny at all to, to say. Um, may we get off Sabatello for a moment? Yeah, keep for going. just a moment. We'll get back to Danny. We'll get back to Danny. Don't worry. We, we should. We probably should. Uh, so Nolf over Imar. I don't think was even as surprising as Yanni B because that was the that match. was not because everyone knew we were. Yeah, leading up, we were like, we have to be at this match. Yeah. Because they have because I remember we even hired a freelancer to go and shoot it and make sure we had like a presence there because we're like this could happen. So yes. we're like no matter what happens, it's going to be crazy. Everyone knew Nolf could go with Imar. We didn't yes. how that match went. We didn't expect, but yeah, because you got to think. Uh, I mean, if you look, he only had one loss. Who was the James Green? His redshirt year. Yeah, this is he, beat, he had beaten Brian Robuto, a finalist. Yeah. Um, no, that was Nickel. Nickel beat. Nickel beat Brian. They all beat Brian. No, where's the where's the loss against Brian? Oh shoot, you're right. Dang it all! Dang it, Brian! Stop losing to these Penn State guys. I told you, Cornell hates Penn State. <laughs> Dang it all! Son of a gun! Wow. Anyway. Okay, so yeah, I mean, yes. By the time that was crazy, but yes. it wasn't as surprising. Um, other ones. Uh, Kassar over Colin Moore in the duel. I wasn't that that not, that was not, not as crazy. Level, not I'm just listing level. them. Okay, not on the same level. Not on the same level. The Pit one you got Logan over Zane was on the same level. Yeah, yeah. Dean Dean Ruth same, same level. level. Yeah, Pitch Spencer. I how would yes yes that's that level because Pitch Pitch never was that guy never, never that guy before never that guy after but that day he was that guy. that guy that day for that one day he was that guy pal yes and uh, that's kind of crazy to think about I mean if you just stay on the surface you say Nick Pitch and any in Spencer Lee. You're like, okay, how did did he get lucky? But it wasn't like he got lucky. Single leg. Like cradle. he was in on them, but he was, I think he was winning the match. He was either winning or tied at the time. Yeah. I, I he was not losing by a bunch. No, it was, it's a one point match at, yes. the point, yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. Scoreless first period. Yes. Which yep. 
that alone, yeah. if you get out of the first period scoreless with Spencer, is crazy. Yes. So yeah, there's not a lot. I don't know if we're getting if you pitch guys versus, pitch versus Spencer was that was definitely one. Yeah. Um, even so, I mean, even then, even once he loses, then like Sebastian over Spencer was still crazy too. Yeah, I mean, Sub- I mean, Bubba R- over Ronnie I mean, Bresser. Yeah, Bubba David Taylor. Yeah, that was an NCAA final. I feel like NCAA is a different type of category. Sure, that's fair. Yeah. And like Zeke Moisey, Penn and Gil, there's a bunch of those. Okay, yeah. But as far as like regular season, just shock. Um, Bryce Bustler beat Kendrick Maple. I remember that shocked me. But then Kendrick, who? Exactly. Who's Bloom, Bryce Bustler? Bloom, Bloomsburg, tough guy. I don't remember him. Yeah. So they're they're saying um, Larry says that you know Moore was number one, Kassar was the backup, but. And now, oh, listen to this stat. Kevin Sir says Yanni's only lost five matches in his career. He was 243 and three in high school. All three of those losses were as a seventh grader, and now he's 94 and two. So, in the last, in the last 10 years, um, he's only lost five matches. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he's also, he's saying only two because he's taking out the sophomore year. Okay. Dean over Miles Martin. That was, that was NCAAs, but that was a big one. That was crazy. Yes. That was, that was crazy. No one saw that one. So yeah, there's not a lot of precedent for someone of this magnitude losing, and into a familiar opponent too. So you only wrestled Gomez once before. Yeah, it was twelve six. You know, Dean had been was pinned by Ed Ruth in like under a minute or in the first period when they had wrestled that year, and then Dean beat him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Logan won the two the next two matchups against Sane against Big and Tens Ruth and NCAA, then Ruth beat. Dean, yeah. Albeit narrowly, yeah, it was very narrowly. But that, I mean, yeah, but that, by that point, by the time Terrence and Sage, like, oh, Dean's for real. Like Dean could win an NCAA title. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a foregone conclusion. Yeah, that was that was sort of sort of crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. Those are all good ones. Those were very good. Very very good. All right. I feel like um, we only have ten minutes left in the show, and I don't think we got to a lot of the. Really, I feel like we hit. We did hit. We hit a lot. I think all we, the important stuff. Don't, the most don't, important this stuff. I most important this stuff. I think we did a good job, but I think we missed some stuff. Uh, Trey Munoz Saldano. I did not get to see the match. He was at the Roadrunner Open. Oh, what happened? Uh, Munoz won. We all picked that. How big? Everyone picked that. Uh, he won by two points. Five so, three. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a match where it's like the score. Sometimes in these matches where these guys are very predictable, this, from the score you can you know exactly what happened, right? But with that one, like anything could happen. Anything could I, happen. I would love to have seen it. Uh, I'll maybe try to find the video. I don't know if there is video. Let's see if WrestleStat has sometimes WrestleStat puts a, yeah. a video link in there. Um, so no, I'm, I'm looking at UNC versus North Carolina. Nothing. Lost, lock, no, look at this. What? Lachlan McNeil beat Dylan D'Amelio. So who knows what the heck's happening there? Are you sure on that one? I mean, that's what they wrote. Are you sure? I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty sure. WrestleStat. I'll, I'll WrestleStat right now. Okay. Do we pump anything more than WrestleStat on this no, show? No, I don't My know why you gosh. guys haven't acquired them yet. They, they don't want to be acquired. Deal with uh, it. We're doing a hostile takeover. Where do you, where do you <laughs> live? I'll come into your house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We could. We could we hostile could. takeover. You, you can uh, okay, yeah. Front. So there's no, there's it doesn't appear there's any video of the Saldano Trey Munoz victory. So yeah, he lost to he wrestled to he wrestled and lost to Lachlan. So wow. now, so Decatur's shirt is burnt. But kinda, oh, because you were saying Decatur was going to be red shirted. That was that was uh, what Tom Ryan said. These kids, I mean, you brought up with Shriver. These these coaches, they don't give a damn. They'll start, they'll start some shirts on fire. Yeah. 
because Shriver wrestled in the duels. So where's Teske? Just hurt or something? He probably was back at Iowa. Um, Terry Brands, Coach Terry Brands said, you know, he's fine. Why didn't um, he wrestle? Well, you was know, Shriver better. Maybe. I mean, it's well, Ben. We know it's a very competitive roster battle. Yeah, but if you're gonna redshirt one guy and it's really competitive, why would you not just redshirt that guy? <laughs> but they wrestled him last year too. I understand that fact, but again, if it's like, at least save it for a while, right? Yeah. At least save it for a while, and the other guy's not doing the job, then put the other guy in. But like, we're on week two of the season. I don't know. There's also, and this is not anything specific to any wrestler, but like, you know, if you're trying to get a guy out, free up some money, you you save a year. You wrestle all these guys. Same with Decatur. Same with all of them. Yeah. The college coaching business is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, hey, you're still getting your school paid for. It's a good deal. But, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but that is a thing. No, it's a thing. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh-huh. I'm sure Colin Schreiber was a very highly touted recruit out of high school. Mm-hmm. He's probably on at least a decent portion of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Because obviously, he also did get like a, a red shirt year with. Coronavirus. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess maybe they're assuming. Well, I guess because now they're also bringing in. Um, what's the other Seabolt kid now that's coming in next? Jessaroga. Jessaroga. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can have three of those guys in the starting lineup. Also, because Drake Alla still will have. I only have three years because last year did, did count for eligibility. I'm not trying to to like put myself in the coaches, but I'm just saying, as like a theory. Yeah. Tell me what you think about this, like. If you've got a guy like Colin and Brody and your your coach brands and you know like you, we need production out of this weight. Yeah. Doesn't it make sense to use them both and keep them both like knowing that like this their only option to you know this is a year for both of them and to have them wrestle. I don't know. I think so I think I think hopefully kids are um motivated Naturally. on their own to be good not not sure. you know. But so I think this is one where it's like I don't know why couldn't you have There's 500 opens in Iowa. Yeah. Right. Why can't you go get him some really good matches and see how he's doing and keep him progressing through, you know, that type of thing? I mean, you could get him 15 matches easy, you know, from between last weekend and next weekend, driving a couple hours. You yeah. can get 15, 20 matches. So go freaking do that. Have Teske be, get the three matches, and then go from there. Yep. Because it's not like any of them were like, oh, I'm going to wrestle him against number six, the sixth guy, and see how he does, right? I mean, you wrestled Army, yes. Sacred Heart, and Buffalo, maybe? Mm-hmm. Is that who they wrestled? Yeah. Yeah. Of note, Linux Wolak beats Ethan Smith, but then lost the next, like, two days later to Joseph Walker. Yeah, so I looked that up. Yeah. So Linux, Linux Wolak, the strong uh, Polish man, only upset. I think he's an American, but you know what? Polish-American. Polish-American. Proud Polish-American. Loves kielbasa. <laughs> you like kielbasa? That's all right. That's all right. He says. Yes. Where, what's, your, what's your food plans for here? I don't have any yet. I'm talking about, dude, I was in the National Airport last night, and there was this dumpy-looking Mediterranean place, and I went for it, and it was actually reasonably priced. I, I got out of there for, like, three things for, like, 30 bucks with it, which an airport. Airport, that's this good. This does not happen. If you don't fly a lot. It was freaking airport. delicious. Really? Oh, my God, it was so good, yes. National Airport. I don't remember what it was called. Some little dumpy-looking Mediterranean place. Charlotte had this really – man, it was it was amazing. I don't know if you fly through Charlotte much. Not much because I'm there, a Southwest guy. There's a uh, – man, because, you know – other times if you're like man do i have time to wait in these stupid lines yes. but they had this like sushi kiosk thing set up it was good it was good so i went through you just scan through and it's like self-pay yeah. so you just like literally just end up with some food and on the go so you get the convenience and the deliciousness do you eat sushi 
Uh, I'm trying to start. I don't like... Uh... <laughs> well, my wife loves you it. You make it sound like a New Year's resolution. Well, here's the deal. Like, you know, yeah, wait, listen, year, you married get... folk, I'm going to give you some advice here. Like, yeah. you know, um, I don't prefer sushi. My wife loves sushi. So I was like, well, if I could like this, yeah. if I can like this, then it's something where I can make her happy. We go with sushi, and we don't always have to go eat what I want to eat, you know? Like, we can make some compromise here. Um, this is a great lesson, folks. So I will, I'll eat the cooked sushi. If the thing inside the sushi roll is cooked, I'll eat it. Yeah. And so now I'm actually at the point where I think, like, yeah, that's really good. I'll, I, I like that now. Um, the raw stuff, nah, I'm still not I'm there yet. Not there yet. So you're like, you are like the inverse of Katie and I because I love sushi. She doesn't like it, but she will stick it out for me. But I always am well, like, but now I'm, I'm to the point where I like cooked sushi. Like, okay. if it's cooked, I actually do like it. It's, it's tasty. That's good. Yes. All right. There's a place called One Taco right across from the HQ. It's our new like favorite spot for tacos. Wait, I've been there. You have? One Taco. That, I mean, I've been. I was thinking I've been to Austin so many times now. Uh, I can't believe how much construction is still going on. You know what Amy and I always laugh about? So we're staying at the Marriott, and it's right across the street from the Four Seasons. Uh-huh. Okay, so downtown. You have Lex. all these. <laughs> well, all of it, it's part of the story. You have all these really nice hotels. You got the Fairmont, super nice. Mm-hmm. We're in the Marriott. You got the JW Marriott a couple blocks away. There's yeah. like really nice hotels, right? So you go on Priceline, and these super nice hotels are, you know, somewhere between $100 and $200 usually. Like, cause I stay, I usually, like, I'm on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's not a common night, you know? Yeah. It's not like I'm Friday, Saturdaying it. Yeah. Okay, so you always look, and they're always like this much. And then the freaking Four Seasons, it's like always, it's, it was $798 or something. Insane. It's like, but why is, it, why is it five times more than everything else? This is preposterous. So Amy and I think we're going to go, like, Scoop, you know, go get the scoop. Like, why is this so expensive? Y'all are gonna go over there and kind of. What, like, what is your deal? I'm gonna start asking questions. Like, what's your deal here? Why? Why is this nine hundred dollars a night? Dojo storming the the four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, we want answers. Like, I mean, okay, if it was like four hundred dollars, like, yeah, that seems reasonable. You're better than these other ones. You're charging maybe double. Okay, I get it. Eight hundred. Like, sometimes it's like a thousand dollars a night because you know I've been here a lot and I look. Yeah, and, yeah. It's crazy. Know. It just depends what's going on downtown that. That week or whatever, yeah, because it can it can make it go. No, crazy. no, no. I've never looked where it's not been preposterously expensive. Who's that, Mark Bader? Yeah, sneaking in here. Yeah, gone it. There goes the neighborhood. He's, he's was that really Mark Bader? That was really Mark. And Bader. then he ran out here like a he's coward. On, he's on the phone. It looked like. Uh. Um, but yeah, that's. Um, well, if you've been to one taco, then you were there. Mark been- Bader, have I been to one taco? No. You're full of it. I don't think, so, I don't think you've been there. It sounds really familiar. No. Yeah, Bader says no, guys. Um, anyway, it's really good. It's like across from the HQ. It's our new uh, one of our new one spots. One taco. Well, there's a lot of them. Well, I, I'll tell you the, the frost. Mark Fro- Bader, you have taken me to one frost taco. tower. I don't no, think you've I've been there. Fro- I just learned about it a month ago. See, I don't believe Mark Bader. Yeah, he's not a trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, huge liar. <laughs> it is time uh, to leave. We can get to any questions. But you're in luck. We're doing this tomorrow morning. Who's going to be on the show tomorrow morning? I think just Joe. Joe who? Joe Mama. <laughs> I was actually... <laughs> I actually thought earlier about... I wish JD would have pranked you with some stupid name on who won the contest. Yeah. That would have been funny because you didn't think about it. You just read it off your phone. Yeah. And then you got me with something yeah, stupid. Yeah, bend over. You know, you know That's who, what you get. You know who loves these? Sinclair loves You and him. Really? Like, oh, my God. I had to freaking like tell him to shut up so bad once because he would not stop with shenanigan names like this. I bet I've gotten 20-plus people with Joe Mala at Flow alone. So who's actually going to be on the show? Uh, I think- Sion. Please tell me Sion. <laughs>
I don't know. I haven't asked him, nor will I. But JD uh, will, should be back. Okay. Maybe we get Sparks on. Sparks, let's go. Sparks fly. This is a formal invitation to Sean Williams to come on the show tomorrow. Okay. He doesn't listen to the show, so we're in luck. <laughs> Someone sent him this clip. <laughs> Someone goes, Sion, we uh, need Sion, says Avery. Everyone needs Sion. All right. We need to leave. Thank you to Tyler. Thank you to Ben coming in studio. This is nice. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning, same time. We can't wait for it. Oh, Tomorrow's yeah. the All-Star. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. Be on the lookout for All-Star content. There's more coming. The athletes will be here right like 20 feet this way. So we'll be getting some stuff with them. Thanks so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. See ya. All right.